Wayne, Indiana, The Fan. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports for a Saturday, February 11th, 2023. It is Super Bowl weekend. Big game weekend. We yes. can actually say Super Bowl weekend here on the show because it will be broadcast on 1380 The Fan. Okay. Well, so we can say, I was told that. that you never is, know when you can and can't say it. Right. Yeah. And if you do commit that oh so egregious faux pas, what happens? I, I mean, do the big game police come <laughs> kind of like Facebook and, and, and put yep. you in, uh, in, you know, big game jail or something. Yeah. I did. Good question. Yeah. But uh, I was told we can say Super Bowl here on 1380, the fan. That is what it's called. So that, that is, is what, what it we'll call it. Like... And by golly, if we can't, I'm going to show my age here. <laughs> That's Turkey feathers. <laughs> by golly. Anyway, Back hey, welcome, in day. In, <laughs> welcome into talking sports. We'll be talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Uh, we'll be checking in with uh, our usual weekly update guest, Mike McCaffrey of the University of St. Francis, and our weekly Cougar Chat. You know, they're uh, getting ready to induct uh, more people into their University of St. Francis Athletics Hall of Fame. We'll talk to Mike about that when he joins us. We'll talk to Dan Vance social media director, media relations director of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. They're at home tomorrow in a unique noon start due to big game, wink, yep. wink, Super Bowl weekend. And uh, that's a noon game at Memorial Coliseum against the South Bay Lakers, a team you don't see in here very much. I glimpsed their roster. They have, or at least the other day, had one Mr. Scotty Pippen Jr. on yeah. the squad. So. Uh, that might be worth walking up and grabbing a ticket just uh, to see that. Definitely. Who knows? We have David Stockton on the team, and John has been in the stands. I'm not saying anything. Well, I'd say a lot of things but that aren't true. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. was on the South Bay Lakers roster. So How about uh, that? we'll talk to Dan. We'll, we'll get the lowdown on yeah. that from Dan. So uh, we'll, we'll talk to him. And then we'll also... Talk with a uh, potentially jubilant Michael Franke a little later on in the show as we do our weekly comment chat with him. And, uh, of course, as now we're back on track because the Comets were victorious last night in Allen, Texas, 8-6. to six. Tom Boudreaux with a couple of goals and an assist on that. So um, then they'll play tonight once again. And... Uh, there, there we go. If they can pull four points out of uh, possible six on the road in Allen, hey, not a bad uh, weekend. So yeah, for sure, down in down in Allen, t Texas. Now I wanted to ask you about John Stockton because he has been to a, at least a handful or a couple uh, Mad Ants games. Yeah. I understand. Is he is he hounded by people or is he pretty? Because uh, you look at John Stockton, even when he was a player doesn't look like an NBA player, right? Let alone a Hall of Famer. And that's it. That's yes. That is uh, what helps him to stay anonymous if he wants yeah, to be. I was wondering um, if uh, 
You know, when he was in Fort Wayne, he was sitting in about the third row behind the Mad Ants bench, uh, holding his uh, infant granddaughter on his lap, and just sitting there with a with a vest on and and just looked like just a guy on the game. Dude. Yeah, you 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 wouldn't know that he you know such a prolific, uh, you know the the best pure passer ever to play the game of basketball. And and that reminds me, and getting off off uh, topic just a tad, I watched some Pete Maravich YouTube video uh-huh. this past week. Now, I say, is John Stockton the best pure passer, but the most flamboyant pa- uh, passer, and and I can see where, remember Jason Williams, mm-hmm. uh, they, they, I think they... Yeah, anyway, he played in what, Sacramento and all. Yeah, little guy. White Chocolate was yes, his yes. Uh, nickname. Um, and and he was very flamboyant with the ball as well. Good with it. Mm-hmm. But Pete was, was the master. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And it was one of those cases, even with Jason Williams, his teammates would tell you, if you weren't looking at the ball 100% yeah. of the time when you were in bounds, you likely ran the risk of getting it upside the head. Yep. Uh, and, and Pete was the same way. But, uh, it's, yeah, John Stockton, John Stockton teaming with Carl Malone, uh, that one-two punch. Uh, yeah, you you know, you can talk Michael and Scotty and all that, but my goodness, right up there with the best had to be Carl and, and John. But, yeah, John uh, can be somewhat anonymous. Yeah, which I'm sure uh, he likes. Yeah, well, I even put the the crowd shot, you know, on my Facebook, and I had to blow it up to make sure, you know, which one. There he is. There he is. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, a lot of fun. Four six eight six two automotive color and supply text line four six eight six two. Put TS in the front of your message if you will. Uh, want to share some information with you from New Haven High School, and uh, was given the press release uh, by none other than uh, baseball coach Mr. Dave Bischoff who said it'll be a 90s theme on Friday, February 17th, that's this next Friday, as the New Haven Athletic Hall of Fame, after a two-year absence, inducts four athletes. Richard Barrick, graduated in 1995, Brad Snyder in 96, Ben Meyer in 1997, and Lucas Fielden in 1999 from the 90s, along with two others for a total of six between the varsity boys basketball game with Heritage at Armstrong Arena. These athletes helped the Bulldogs to a total of Ten sectional titles in the decade. Richard Barrett uh, hit 495 his senior year that earned uh, first-team All-State honors. Brad Snyder and Ben Meyer both hit the 1,000-point plateau, leading the Bulldogs to sectional titles in 1994 and 1996. In wrestling, Lucas Fielden won over 100 matches, four NHC crowns, and earned two state appearances. Joining them in the Hall of Fame are 2008 graduate Matt Chevron who helped the Bulldogs to uh, three wrestling sectionals, and Brandon Peace, 2011 graduate and pitcher on the back-to-back Final Four finishes in 2010-2011 for New Haven High School. All former Hall of Fame inductees are invited to attend free of charge and help welcome our newest Hall of Fame members. Once again, that is Friday, February 17th at New Haven High School. So uh, uh, congratulations to all of those. I, I remember I remember all the names because I was doing some baseball coaching at another school during that period of time and uh, and was of course I've always been a high school sports fan so 
So there. Once again, 46862, 46862. Put TS in front of your message, if you will. And uh, we have uh, basketball scores, sir, from last night. But first, as we said, the Comets were winners uh, in Allen, Texas, by a score of 8-6. to six. They'll play their third game in three nights against the Americans tonight. You can hear all the action with Shane Alberani on the call on sister station 1190. Whoa, whoa. Pacers lost to the Phoenix Suns 117 to 104. Mad Ants lost in Greensboro last night 138 137 in G League action. Ants will be home tomorrow at noon against the South Bay Lakers. Justin Anderson last night 28. Gabe York 27. Newcomer, uh, newcomer Alfred Payton 23. Trevlin Queen 21 for Fort Wayne. And uh, the PFW Dons lost to Youngstown State 81-72 last night. Uh, PFW is now 7-8 in Horizon League play and 15-11 overall. Jared Godfrey scored 33 points last night. That puts him within 20 of John Conchar's career scoring record. Closing in on that record, but a a big game last night that the Dons let get away. Got out to a 7-point early lead, but... um... And Youngstown State is an extremely good basketball Leading the conference, team. aren't Leading they? Leading the conference. Yeah. Reached 20 wins yesterday. They're very versatile. They have two pure bigs that they play. They attack the basket. They have really quick guards. And Purdue Fort Wayne just couldn't keep up over the course of 40 minutes last night. And and when you look at, at, at the Dons and expected to be a team competing in the horizon at the top of it, you can't get around it. It's been a disappointing regular season. The question is, can they find their mojo, turn it on, so to speak, in the Horizon League tournament? And that's looming uh, just over two and a half weeks away. So uh, for the Mastodons, they need to find it find it quick. They come back tomorrow, early game, similar to the Mad Ants tomorrow, 1 o'clock tip at the Gate Center against Robert Morris. Yes, and and, and now you've, you've seen the Dons. I, I've seen them... Uh, a, a couple of times this year, and that's, uh, you know, in front of a Mad Ants game. But I, I've seen them play. I follow the stats. They've got Godfrey, obviously. But do they ha- do they have, in your opinion, the talent to uh, basically fight for a Horizon League championship and, a, and an automatic berth? Sure. Um, uh, when they're all playing to their potential, yes. They don't play to their potential very much altogether. Mm. Um, it's game to game. It's half to half. Sometimes it's media timeout to media timeout and in, in how they play. Last night when they were down as many as I think 16, 17, turned it on last night. Got it within seven late. Um, and I'm thinking, well, why can't they just play like this all the time? Mm-hmm. You know, so you look at Jared Godfrey and he's really the catalyst. You have Rob Petty, who's a very, very good big. Unfortunately, you don't have much behind Petty in the post in terms of being able to uh, bang with the guys. Be physical, be physical and then yeah. get spelled every once in Absolutely. a while. Absolutely. So when Petty goes out, there's an there's an absence there. There's a void in the post. When Jared Godfrey goes out, there's a void there in terms of who's commanding the floor and who's running that that, that offense and who do you look to to make plays. So. They have returning guys from last year, and and you could say it's a veteran squad, but I just don't feel like it's the right mesh of guys that complement each other very, very well. It's it's a lot of guys that this that that individual talent, but it just doesn't fit all together. And and unfortunately for the Mastodons, it's been a disappointing regular season because of it. And just because you have a lot of returning guys doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be the best team in a conference. Look at 
with Indiana, a lot of people have put them atop the Big Ten because, well, they have the most coming back. Well, that doesn't always mean anything. And I think we've seen it at times this year, but Indiana's found their their rhythm now in, in second place in the Big Ten. But just because you return a lot of guys, and this goes across sport, right? Right. Just because you're yeah. returning a lot of players doesn't mean you're going to be the the best team in the league. So the, the, the unfortunate thing for the Mastodons is we've seen flashes of what they could be. It's just, it's fleeting. It's few and far between. And now you're coming down to the stretch run, still can't find it consistently. And it's been a disappointing regular season, and they're setting themselves up, at least right now, for a disappointing postseason. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. Uh, got a couple of texts that came in regarding the uh, the New Haven Athletic Hall of Fame. Uh, gentleman texts in and said he was on the JV basketball team when uh, Brad Snyder hit his 1,000th point, and he says he thinks it was a three-pointer. Uh, also remembers the 96 year getting to the regionals and getting beat by DeKalb and Luke Recker. Man, it's a um, lot of people got beat by Luke Recker. Yes, uh, yeah, back in the absolutely. day, absolutely. And and it's it's great to to listen to stories actually about that. And I through social media saw a thread the other day talking about Luke Recker and uh, and Seth Colclasher. Oh yeah, guys like that uh, from this. This was what. 20, 25 years yeah. ago, but just just guys that uh, came in and, and could and shoot. Cole Glacier had about a 96% free throw percentage. Yeah. Um, but huge. Luke Recker, once again, would come in and basically say, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna stomp you." Yeah. And they would. And they'd come into the city and and beat city schools, and and they would just hate it, right? You know, you would have DeKalb come in, you would have Belmont come in. I remember Columbia City when they had like Doug Sheckler and those guys and they'd come in and just beat the pants off teams in the city and it just made everybody so mad in the city. But those are some really good individuals and great teams too that, uh, that man, has, has it been that long since we've seen guys like that on the floor? Oh, definitely. Floor. Once again, 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text. And let's get to those basketball scores from last night. All boys scores because the girls are in regional play and they don't start until four o'clock. I wanted to get to that sure. because usually we we're ending uh, the yeah. show on regional Saturday a little bit early to uh, get out to the court, but maybe semi-state uh, Saturday next week. We'll see that. But isn't that just one game? It's two. So they flipped. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they so did they flip that it. format. Yeah. yeah. So, well, we'll talk about that in maybe a bit. Okay. Uh, scores from last night had the Northside Legends beating Bishop Dwinger 58-56. Wayne all over Southside 74-33. Carroll takes a 80, losing to Snyder 80-67. to Over in the Northeast 8 Conference, Columbia City 46, Leo 42. Norwell wins the outright NE8 with a 57-32 victory over the Huntington North Vikings. East Noble beat New Haven 64-61. And Belmont. Takes care of DeKalb, 54-52. Over in the Allen County Athletic Conference, it was Adams Central, 64-20 over South Adams. Those flying jets are flying. They are flying, indeed. Long winning streak continues. Woodland, 79, Southern Wells, 56. It was Jay County eking out a 45-44 victory over the Heritage Patriots. Bluffton loses to Northfield, 48-47. And uh, some corner conference games. At Lakeland, 59 over Central Noble, 59-56. It was Eastside, 31-27 over Garrett. Busco, an 82-52 winner over Hamilton. Fairfield, 61. Fremont, 57. 
Prairie Heights loses to Westview 61-51. And those are uh, uh, some of the scores that we have from last night. Tell you what, let's go ahead and go ahead and take our first break. Uh, but first, we'll tell you about my friends at Culligan. Of course, uh, we have the reverse osmosis drinking water system right there at our kitchen sink. And it's like bottled water quality right there at our sink. You just turn it on, hit the little button. It looks like the easy button that turns the water into pristine drinking water. It goes through the filters, and it, it's fantastic. Diane cooks with it. She That's the only water she drinks. Uh, <laughs> the, ki- the kids are, oh, my gosh, if it's not that, oh, this tastes funny. Uh, the dogs uh, won't drink anything but reverse osmosis drinking water. Um, Ziva and Brick are uh, spoiled by Diane uh, in that regard. But anyway, that's that's what you do. You cook with it. I do pasta with the reverse ah. osmosis water. Guess what? I can walk away from it. You know my ADD anyway. I can walk away from a couple hours, come back. It still isn't sticking together. <laughs> it knew. Uh-uh. No, it's great. Anyway, give Culligan a call today, 4848668. That's 4848668. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be right back. Super Bowl 57, Chiefs, Eagles, Sunday. Coverage begins at 3 following PFW Basketball. Kickoff at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Florida is at 6.30. The only place you can listen to the game in Fort Wayne is right here. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. And don't forget to talk about it before and after the game. Weekday mornings with Caleb and Kenny at 7. Or afternoons on the Sports Rush beginning at 4. Super Bowl 57 on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Listen up. I have to whisper since this is considered the best kept secret in Fort Wayne. Coyote Creek Bar and Grill is a great place for lunch or dinner for anyone. That's right. It's open to the public and offers delicious food in a relaxed sports bar setting. Plenty of TVs with your favorite games, a relaxing view of the pond and golf course, and a variety of menu items to satisfy every taste. All right, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't keep this a secret. Everyone should experience lunch and dinner at Coyote Creek. It's not just for club members. Not only are you welcome, you're invited. Special prices like six domestic beers for $16 and daily food and drink specials. There's a family room, a private area for company meetings or parties, all in a relaxing sports bar atmosphere. Come for a business lunch or a family dinner, or just to hang out with the guys. At Coyote Creek Bar and Grill, you don't need to be a member. On Hillegas Road by I-69. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports. 
Dang, wrong show. My Justin fault. Kenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this isn't Priscilla's love line or anything like that. I'm figuring since this is what Valentine's weekend, is yeah. this the best of my love? Are you? Yes, it is. Me? Yep. I mean, I, I love the Eagles stuff. <laughs> I mean, not like that. It's, it's wow. It's anyway, hey, welcome love. back. Welcome back to talking sports. <laughs> Get a little. Gravel Man, Manly Show. All right, Manly yeah. Show. Yes, indeed. Ooh, baby. Okay. Hey, hey. you know what? Hope Springs Eternal. We just got a message from our buddy John Nolan. Exactly two months from today is opening day at Parkview Field for the Tin Caps. How about that? April 11th. And there was, still will be the promotional schedule is about to come out. There will be Thursday Thursdays again. Yes. I said I wouldn't get emotional, but <laughs> I was once called by the late Charlie Butcher, the mayor of Thursday mayor Thursday. Thursday Thursday. And uh, I yeah, see that. Even, um, even though I work two jobs and get up at three thirty in the morning, by God, you were at Thursday Thursday. Never miss. <laughs> you know what's well, interesting is we have two months till Tin Caps opening day. Today's supposed to be like forty-five. Tomorrow's supposed to be like fifty. I saw a high of sixty-six on Wednesday. It, it here Fort Wayne, sixty-six sure. degrees. I. I bet it'll be like 28 degrees on opening day. Yeah, well, or when <laughs> high school baseball starts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure, sure. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should go to the Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union because on that Talking Sports phone line is none other than Mr. Mike McCaffrey. Mike, good morning, and what resort are we at today? <laughs> good morning, Jim. Just the uh, <laughs> beautiful chalet on uh, Black Bear Drive over here in Fort Wayne. It's, uh, we're, we're, we're here in town today. Okay. Okay. Well, just checking. I, I kind of vacation vicariously through you. That's uh, yeah. cheaper for me that way. So, hey, no, we're we're here. <laughs> Let's talk about the two zero two three Hall of Fame inductees uh, that will take place at the Caspies Hall of Fame awards ceremony this year. Because in looking at this group, I've heard of all four of them, but actually, PA'd three of them. Yep. So, I mean, and let's start with Seth Cote. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this class is pretty special uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, obviously, the success that they had individually, uh, the success that they led their teams to. Um, and you talk about Seth specifically as someone who literally grew up around the program um, with his father, Doug, being a coach for a long time and, and playing here locally at Homestead and then staying home and and being a Cougar and, and what he was able to accomplish, led our team to an, our first national championship and uh, set NAIA records all over the place for consecutive touchdown passes in a game and uh, obviously had a strong connection with Nick Ferrer when he was here. And uh, just a, a great individual, uh, great man. He's now married and, and has his first child. And uh, we're fortunate that they moved back to the Fort Wayne area, so he'll be here for our, our ceremony in April. But, uh, yeah, it was great to get that nomination for him and then to – uh, have Coach Donnelly reach out to his dad, Doug, and, and let Doug deliver that news to him uh, was, was pretty special, and it was a cool moment. And So we're excited to bring Seth along with Austin and Skylar Shearn and Erica Smith and our 2014 women's basketball team who went 38-0 and won the national championship. We're going to bring them all into the Hall of Fame this spring. And, it's uh, again, we've had some pretty good Hall of Famers over the years, but I don't know that uh, any class collectively is going to stack up to what this one did. Oh, yeah, yeah, with Skylar Shearn and, and just uh, with the ball in her hands, uh, you, you always, well, of course, in, in going 38-0 that season, my goodness, but but there were just so many uh, s 
name players that were on that team and, and played such roles because, yeah. you know, at the time there, there was only one ball in bounds, uh, just like any other basketball <laughs> team. And there, and there were probably about four or five that could be the leading scorer on any given night. Yeah. But a lot of times it either went through you know, at that point in time with Skylar Sherman, but then, you know, I believe if I'm not mistaken, there was Brooke Ridley, yeah. uh, Janelle Wilson, if I, if yeah. I recall, yeah. um, you know, Caleb Bear came in and, and played some post as well. Yeah. Paige Frisch was there. Uh, Janelle's sister, just so many. And, and uh, uh, Kaya Taylor, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, just, Kaya was with us that season too. That was her first season with us. Yeah, and it was just so much fun to watch. And and they would be they could get down in the second half of a game. That's when you played two halves still with, with women's basketball. They could be yeah. down, but it was almost like, okay, we know what we have to do. We know what deficit we have to cut it to at this point in the game. And the, and it would happen. It was just it was incredible watching that. Yeah, Skyler was 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 magic. Uh, I've never seen anyone in women's basketball be able to take over a, a game like she did. And she was our point guard, and she would either blow by you. Uh, she would dish it to Brooke or, as you said, Kayla or someone inside, or she'd pull up and hit a three. And uh, to be our national player of the year, uh, the only one we've ever had in women's basketball is, is obviously something. And when you go 38-0, and as you said, some of those games were, were close. Uh, a lot of them were not uh, that year. Uh, it was it was a fun team to watch and to be able to go out to Sioux City, Iowa with them and knock off College of the Ozarks for a national championship was, was awesome. Uh, the crowd was against us in Iowa because they traveled pretty heavy from, from pretty close in there in, uh, in Missouri. And uh, it was it was a great season. Uh, Gary Andrews gets National Coach of the Year, and, and so he'll, he's already in the Hall of Fame. He went in two years ago, and now he'll be back with his team to, to bring them into the Hall of Fame as well. Excellent. Let's talk about Austin Fox in, uh, in men's basketball. He was a guy that uh, just tough, just a tough basketball player. Yeah, yeah. He was, you know, we. He was the first guy since I've been at St. Francis that I looked at and said, you know, he's a man amongst boys. And and literally his age, he was a little older. He played his last year as a graduate student, so he was uh, older than some of the guys that we were playing against. But you know, the battles he had with Lane Mahern from Indiana Wesleyan and. Uh, to take us to that national title game in 2016 and come up one one buzzer beater short of of knocking them off for our our uh, second title then but Austin our our crossroads league player of the year um just a great kid great guy now a police officer out in Las Vegas with his family um but he's going to be back for the ceremony as well and uh, you know you you saw what Austin and the Bryce Linup and Evan Henry and and that team was just they played so well together um, and then Coach Lacrosse had the right group of guys that year with Jordan Hahn, uh, Seth Small, uh, and some of the guys that would not be Austin Fox, but Austin Fox wouldn't have been him without them. So mm-hmm. uh, he's he's just a, a great guy, and I look forward to seeing him and uh, having him back in Fort Wayne so we can uh, honor him the right way. And, of course, Erica Smith in, in softball. Yeah. Uh, you know, this this program that Ryan Boland built and, and is uh, you know, just competitive uh, – at all levels, but it wasn't always that way. But, you know, to to get someone of, of Erica Smith's uh, stature into the Hall of Fame is, is excellent. Yeah, he, he, you know, we don't we haven't had huge national success um, in, in softball or, or baseball, for that matter. But um, Erica kind of t- turned the corner for our program. When, when you get someone like her, and as you said, Ryan Boland's now in his 19th year as our softball coach, uh, you go back 10 years or so when he got her. Uh, everything kind of changed a little bit. There was some more confidence. 
Uh, obviously, she was a power hit and catcher. Um, so when you can, you know, bomb one into Leesburg Road or uh, hit it over the over the fence and over the road there behind the outfield, then uh, you start to make people notice. And, and Erica was just a great leader um, and a great student, uh, student athlete. She brought it all uh, everywhere, but she was she's obviously the mo- most impactful power hitter we've ever had in softball. So, uh, again, wrapping up this class with those four, it's, uh, it's impressive, it's fun. Uh, it's going to be great for our current athletes to see some of these accolades and give them some stuff to shoot for as we recognize the alumni in front of our current athletes, and then we'll recognize the current athletes in the same night. Now, Mike, are the Caspies open to the public? Yeah, they are. We, we invite all family and friends, and we don't charge. Um, it's down at our Performing Arts Center downtown, so we'll have the ceremony in the auditorium, and then we'll go down into the ballroom on the lower level and have a big party for everybody afterwards. But, yeah, no, we've we've opened it up to the public, and uh, – you know, there's uh, no RSVP. Just come on in and show up, and we'll be there to welcome you. Awesome. And what is the date again on that? Uh, Thursday, April 20th. We used to do it on a Saturday. Uh, this is the first year we're doing it on a Thursday because we were missing too many athletes. Uh, we just, we'd have a cross country, we'd have a track and field meet or a baseball doubleheader or softball or tennis match or something. So we moved it to a Thursday night so that we can have pretty much all of our athletes there. We're talking this morning with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis in our weekly Cougar Chat. And uh, there's a doubleheader at the Hutzel Athletic Center today, correct? Yep, senior day, last one, last home game of the year for us, doubleheader against Grace, who's uh, the top team in the Crossroads League on the men's side, the number three team in the Crossroads League on the women's side. So if we're, uh, we have any hope of any kind of postseason uh, opportunity without getting an automatic bid and winning the conference tournament, then today's a big day if we can get a couple wins on the women's side and some things fall. We may host a first round tournament game. And on the men's side, we've just, we got to get another top 20 win uh, to put it with our other ones. And then if we can knock off Bethel, then we can make people take notice. And Mm -hmm. uh, do I certainly think we're one of the top 64 teams in the country? I do, but uh, you know, we've, we've left it up to some other people to decide that at this point. So uh, a win today would be huge. Mike, thank you as always for joining us this morning. And uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, our weekly Cougar Chat. And uh, and at St. Francis, women's basketball, 38-0 and 0 that season. It was... It they was, were a machine there for oh a while. Oh, my gosh. What a... Yeah. And you know, Brooke Ridley, just, I mean, it goes on and on. Quila Jackson from Northrop uh, was a freshman then at the time. And uh, just so many... Uh, outstanding players and then gary andrews uh was was phenomenal tom ream was one of his assistant coaches as well and uh mallory hester another one uh, from Southside. she was um a very uh very could have been a very prolific scorer in in some situations but uh was uh played a great role for the lady cougars and uh was very instrumental in that as well but um Anyway, let's go ahead and step out, take a break. When we come back, we're going to go ahead and let's wake up Dan Vance. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. that when we come back. We'll talk some Mad Ants basketball when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports Powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. 
This is Matt Hoopy of Hoopy Insurance Services, and I want you to think of me as your personal shopper for all of your insurance needs. As an independent agent, I can do the research and comparisons to find the right company and coverage that fits your needs, not just sell you a cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all policy from some of the national companies. Besides shopping price, I look for companies that put you first when it comes to filing a claim. With an independent agency like Hoopy Insurance Services, not only do we have dozens of options to find the right policy that meets your needs, we work with companies that deliver service when you need them most. And you always have an advocate that isn't an employee of the company, but has leverage with the company to help you have a stress-free experience. Before you renew or if you have new insurance needs, let's talk about the differences. Contact me, Matt Hoopia, Hoopy Insurance. We represent you. That's why we say our family serving your family since 1981. I expect it to be a lot easier. I thought it was going to be a piece of cake. I didn't know what step to take next. I was transitioning from the military. I was a vehicle gunner. An avionics specialist. I was an MP, military police. My friends thought I could do anything. I missed my unit, my family. Playing with my daughter, I felt like a stranger. I was overwhelmed. I couldn't sleep. I just wanted to be by myself. I didn't have a clear sense of what to do next. I was too proud. And then I thought, if I'm going through this, other veterans have gone through it too, too right? It started to open up. And it made a huge difference. So I reached out and I saw that I wasn't alone. Because before I was able to take on my next mission, I had to take on just taking care of myself. To find purpose. purpose. Go to maketheconnection.net to learn how other veterans have overcome the challenges of transitioning out of the military. Right now, the forgotten poor are waiting for healing and care, for life-saving medical care, for a chance to live with dignity and hope. They are waiting for Mercy Ships and you. Mercy Ships is the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. And now, as our newest state-of-the-art hospital ship sets sail, Mercy Ships will double our ability to reach children and adults who need us now. Without the work of Mercy Ships, these patients don't have another option. Mercy Ships is answering the call to serve suffering people who have nowhere else to turn. Together, we are going to some of the world's most desperate places and bringing a wave of hope and healing to those who need it most. To learn more about this wave of hope, go to mercyships.org today. Over the past few years, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected how we live our daily lives. Today, we also face a mental health pandemic that threatens our well-being as we attempt to rebuild our social networks and communities. The pandemic has reminded us to value family, community, and our human connections. However, it has also left many of us feeling more isolated, confused, and alone, struggling to find meaning amid loss and uncertainty. Today, one in five Americans experience emotional and mental health challenges. But many of us do not understand what we are facing or know how to ask for help. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we understand what you are going through, and we are here to help. Our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all. We work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental health. If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
Hey, welcome back to Talking Sports. Ooh. It was stuck. The bumper Electric music was stuck. Electric Light Orchestra, Jeff Lynn and Company. Yellow. Yeah. Yellow to you, too, hey? <laughs> I think I have Yellow's Greatest Hits on, like, cassette or something. Yeah? Yeah. You're impressed, yeah. Okay. I very much Anyway, so. yeah. Okay. All I know is that, boy, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have the rejoins, like, sometimes from Caleb and Kenny. You oh. are A-game extraordinaire there. You know. Hey, I heard you had Dan Vance on the show yesterday. Can we yeah, just play that recording? We were scraping the Dan's, bottom of the barrel like, In yesterday. case Dan's asleep. Let me check, because let's go to the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, and see if Dan Vance is awake for us. Dan, are you there? I'm wide awake, Jim. Lucky day for you. Yes. Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> My goodness. So, <clears throat> your youngest is having some referral problems? <laughs> Because I'll tell you, you know, about my grandsons if you tell me about about Lincoln's. Yeah, you know, it's uh, they're not quite calling it a referral yet. Just a just a, a red slip. Um, had a, had some problem throwing some cheese in the cafeteria, which just seems wasteful. I think you should find a better food to throw. But you know what though? You know, Justin and I were talking. Now they were little squares, right? Yeah. Perfect. Yep. You yeah. get distance, Perfect. accuracy. Yeah. Yep. You don't want to try to toss an American single anywhere. It just no. it's it's like a, a paper airplane that wasn't constructed right. It just boom. <laughs> he and, picked the best cheese. It it wasn't a great idea, but you know the intelligence on on cheese selection was was pretty high. Good grip. My four year old grandson has already been suspended from after school white care. <laughs> Not suspended. Shot. Not allowed to come for a day because of actions. Action. <laughs> and it's usually vindictive stuff, too. <laughs> it's, I mean, the, the kid most likely to. Anyway, yeah. Well, hey, let's talk Mad Ants basketball because, uh, boy, do I have questions for you. Now, uh, took one on the chin last night in Greensboro, but we're down by as many as 17 at the end of the first quarter. Lost by one. So, and there were... Uh, multiple players in uh, over 20 points for the for the ants last night so uh the shooting percentage was up there yeah you know we uh we played really well offensively uh you know and, and jim you saw one of these games uh, not too long ago at the coliseum greensboro just shot lights out from three-point range uh hit 18 threes uh jalen crutcher hit six of his own kobe simmons hit five xavier sneed hit four um, we've had some nights where we shoot like that, and it's very difficult to beat a team that is shooting so uh, strong uh, as they did. You know, that was kind of the difference in the game. They shot 46% from three-point range at 18. We shot 30% at 10. Um, across the board from there, you know, it's it's a pretty even game. You know, we, we beat them in the paint by over 20 points. Uh, you know, we had 17 steals to their seven. Mm. They had 23 turnovers to our 14. So across the board, we were beating them, but... And uh, when a team gets hot like that, you know, Steve was four for eight. Crutcher was six of 10. Simmons was five of eight in three point range. Uh, they're a difficult team to beat uh, in that point. But like you said, uh, for us, a lot of great scoring. Justin Anderson, another great game, 28. Gabe York, another 27 point game. Uh, Travell and Queen with 21. And then Alfred Payton, his first game with us. I mean, he flew into Indianapolis on Thursday night uh, and then flew out of Indianapolis to Greensboro. I'm sorry, flew into Indianapolis Wednesday night, flew uh, out to Greensboro on Thursday with the guys, 
uh, and comes in, gets the start, 23 points, 10 assists. So um, a lot of positives. Greensboro just shot the ball extremely well. Yes, and even off the bench, how about Pedro Bradshaw? Perfect on the night, 4 for 4 from the field, 2 for 2 for the line, uh, good for 12 points. That means he had a couple of three-pointers in there as well. Um, boy, Pedro just comes in and does whatever's asked of him. Yeah, he does. And, you know, he was, uh, you know, we had a lot of guys with five rebounds last night, uh, but he had five rebounds. So our second leading rebounder coming off a game Wednesday where he, he came in again and had 12 and nine rebounds and was tied for the lead in rebounding. So, uh, yeah, Pedro comes in, plays very well for us off the bench. Uh, right now, Travell and Queen coming off the bench. So, you know, when you have a boost like that, uh, we're, we're loaded with scorers and guys that can do it. And they, they all did it last night. You know, Kendall Brown had 10 in the starting lineup and double figures also. So uh, the scoring was there. Uh, I wouldn't even say that the defense wasn't there. I think we played extremely good defense to, you know, come away with 17 seals, uh, four blocked shots, but uh, the threes were just there for Greensboro. It really was the difference is they were kind of dead eye at certain points of the game. Dan, who led the team in steals with seven? I mean, when we've got 17, my <laughs> goodness. So it was uh, Jermaine Samuels Jr. had five steals. He's come back with, uh, you know, three straight games of high number steals, uh, getting into passing lanes and, you know, uh, dangerous for opponents because Jermaine has been so good scoring the ball, so good rebounding the ball. Uh, his defense the last week has been outstanding. So he had five, and uh, Trell and Queen had four. Kendall Brown had three. So, you know, we were we were playing really good defense uh, when we had a chance to before they would knock down shots. So, again, you, you can't hate a game like that. Obviously, you want to pick up a win against a below 500 team with how tight the, the race is for the playoffs. But uh, we played very well in defeat. We're talking this morning with Dan Vance, media relations director and social media director of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants in our week, weekly Mad Ants chat. And uh, let's talk about uh, tomorrow, a noon start, which is unique for the Mad Ants on a Sunday, a noon start against the South Bay Lakers. And from what I could tell of the roster, is there a Scotty Pippen Jr. on that South Bay <laughs> roster? There is a Scotty Pippen Jr. on that roster, um, the the Scotty Pippen uh, Jr. So it's uh you know it's it's always great to get a chance to play different teams. Um, it's been a while the the 2020 season since the last time we played the South Bay Lakers. Uh, so to to get them a game against a West Coast team to get them in Fort Wayne uh, is always exciting. And the noon starts fun, and then like you said, I mean Scotty Pippen Jr. leads that roster, but. Um, a talented group in South Bay. So, you know, they're a team that's sitting fourth in the Western Conference right now. We're fourth in the Eastern Conference right now. So a lot on the line for both of us. You don't want to lose this game uh, and in, and risk slipping down uh, very tight playoff races on both sides. Yes, indeed. And and I was just wondering, is, uh, how is David Stockton's health? Is he uh, close to returning? Uh, so David, we're you know is we're just kind of listening to him as questionable. He's kind of a day to day. He did make the trip to the, with the team to Greensboro. He sat on the bench last night, um, but was inactive. So uh, hamstring issue from earlier in the week uh, when we were in Indianapolis. But it's kind of a day to day. He's feeling better, so um, he'll keep being evaluated. Obviously, the goal is to not rush back. We've had you know as you know Jim our fair share of injuries throughout the year mm -hmm. um, and then with the all-star break you know kind of looming we're we're down to three games before the all-star break so you don't want to rush somebody back when you know you're going to have some extra rest time there. Oh yeah but how cool would it be to have sons of two dream team <laughs> members 
going against each other. That again, anyway, that would that would just be awesome. But that would uh, that would be great. Stockton and Pippen. There was some some NBA Finals. Uh, Stockton yes, Pippen. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So after uh, tomorrow's game, the twelfth, then we are off uh, from from Memorial Coliseum uh, play until I believe March 9th, Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So we'll have two games uh, Monday and Wednesday of next week in Indianapolis, and then uh, they'll hit the All-Star break, and then a uh, a bit of a road stretch uh, for us from there. Um, you know, we come back from All-Star break, immediately go to Long Island, who's arguably the best team uh, in the entire G League right now, the way they're playing. So uh, there's there's definitely some challenging games ahead. But like I said about last night, our, our roster is is – you know, shaping up and to be pretty stacked, the addition of Alfred Payton uh, is huge. Uh, so uh, I think that we're kind of up for the challenge, but, you know, everybody's going to get a chance to refresh during during the All-Star break. And he only had a couple of points last night, but how about Noah Starkey? Yeah, Starkey's uh, been a great addition. You know, he fits in with his team well. It's something the general manager, Chris Taylor, has raved about. Noah Starkey was with us for three games in December, all on the road, uh, really gelled with them well. Uh, you know, only a couple of points like you mentioned last night, but last Wednesday in Indianapolis had a 12.9 rebound outing mm-hmm. uh, at about 12 minutes. Uh, very strong inside, gives us a big presence. It's something that we've lacked a little bit this year. Uh, we haven't had guys of, of big size. Obviously, Benny Boatwright going down in November, uh, six games into the season with an injury. Norvell Pell has had to nurse some injuries throughout the year. So we haven't had a consistent post presence. Uh, we've had to ask Jermaine Samuels to to play very big. We've had to ask Justin Anderson to play big. So to have Noah uh, even coming off the bench at, at 6'11", it's, it's big to have that inside presence. Oh, yeah, and and players are looking to find him, too, down low. And uh, he doesn't disappoint either. <laughs> no, he does not at all. Well, Dan, thank you for joining us this morning. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe we can compare notes between Lincoln and, and Ronan and, uh, boy, figure out how to – how to do this parenting grandparenting thing? <laughs> yeah, we got we got to figure it out at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan. We'll talk to you soon. All right, talk to you soon, Jeff. All righty. That was Dan Vance, media relations director, social media director of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, and uh, well, you're you're not ready to and you you don't get any referral cards or nothing yet. Um, Noah's. I mean, I would welcome a referral card if he had straight A's at this point. But that's oh, I thought he was on a he's on a roll. Isn't he? uh, he's he's slipping, oh. slipping a little bit. The, the rigors of seventh grade are. I, you know what? Him. I've I've got two grandsons in seventh grade, and I know of one of them that can't seem to forget to you know, tie his shoes in the morning, <laughs> much less his homework. But anyway, right uh, now, if he's listening, he'll be texting. So uh, <laughs> we'll we'll find that out in a hurry. But anyway. Um, Oh, was out at uh, Plex North last night. I guess oh, the only you? Plex right now. Uh, boy, a lot of uh, OPS uh, logo signage, et cetera. Out yeah, there. a lot of uh, presence, and that's where I'll be all day today for our rec league is uh, week two of our uh, rec football league gets uh, going at 1 o'clock today. So if you uh, if you need a break from peace and quiet, come out <laughs> to Plex North today. <laughs> yes, indeed. I was out there for soccer last night. My yeah. Grandson Maddox is a goalkeeper. Very nice. And then just shot right across Coliseum Boulevard over to Turner's. Oh, there you where, go. Uh, where Miles, his little brother, younger brother, not so little anymore, he had a basketball game. Oh, so, nice. Uh, so just got that all taken care of. But anyway, ah, let's go take a break so we can talk to Michael Frost. Let's do it. He should be happy.
We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Exclusive coverage of the High School Hockey Memorial Cup playoffs can be heard right here on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Far side, he sends it a right, bouncing puck, finds his way in, and it's a hat-trick night for Dylan Carteau. The semis are Wednesday night, followed by the championship on Saturday the 18th at 3 p.m. Oh, he's got an in-point blank. He scores! And he wins it in overtime. Who else? This is with live at 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the 1380 app, and at 1380thefan.com. Everyone's heard the saying that when one door closes, another one opens. Well, if it's time to get rid of those old, ugly shower doors, then let City Glass Specialty open the door of endless possibilities to help beautify your bathroom. We can custom cut and install all types of framed or frameless shower doors. Choose from a variety of styles, including clear, obscure, or frosted. Plus, we also offer custom etch designs. Want your shower doors looking new for even longer? Does preventing hard water stains and reduced cleaning time sound good? If so, you'll be glad to know that the experts at City Glass Specialty can also provide a protective coating for your shower doors that does all that and more. For new shower doors, call the specialists. Call City Glass Specialty at 260-744-3301 or visit cityglassspecialty.com. The 42nd Annual Fort Wayne Boat Show and Sail inside the Memorial Coliseum where it's warm. It's the only boat show this year and it's your chance to see boat dealers from Indiana and Michigan. There is something special to see each day at the Fort Wayne Boat Show. Today only. Register to win a 20-ounce boat show insulated rambler. Show hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday is Sunglasses Sunday. Free sunglasses for the first 300 people. Life is better with a boat. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Rolling Stones fool to cry. You're good. You know your stones. Dude. <laughs> yeah, grew up with the stones. And so did our guest on the uh, Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, because that person is Mr. Michael Franke. Michael, your favorite yeah. stone song? Uh, I think Lawrence Welk covered that a couple of years later. <laughs> A one and a two. Uh, uh, oh, give me some more bubbles on the side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
a, a jubilant Michael Franke this morning because we're back on track. Now you appear on the show this morning after a Comet win on Friday, and this time in hostile territory in Allen, Texas, over the Allen Americans 8-6. to six. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often, does it? So, uh, yeah, it was a crazy game. Uh, you know, it was a low-scoring game early, and uh, then we went up 5-2 to two, uh, after two, I believe it was. And then all hell broke loose. There were uh, four goals in the first five minutes of the third period, and we end up winning 8-6 to six on an empty net goal. So, I don't know. Uh, so obviously, something happened. Uh, Within both teams last night in the third period, uh, either the defense went to hell or the goaltender went to hell. <laughs> well, you know, and Michael, let, let's talk briefly about, let's say, when a player gets called up from the ECHL team to an American League team and to an AHL team. What are your your recourse to replace that player? Is there an available player pool, or what is your stream in which to grab someone and and that w- that will make sense, obviously roster wise, uh, once a, a call up occurs? Well, this year, uh, especially now, this time of year, uh, when the colleges are still playing, the kids uh, haven't graduated yet. Uh, some of the kids have already graduated from college and they're just finishing out their hockey career and they can play when uh, hockey's over, but that's not the case right now. We've been carrying two or three extra guys. So if we lose somebody or a couple of guys, we're still okay. So that's where we're at right now. The pool of players is basically, um, you know, right now you acquire some guy that somebody waived the day before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, you're uh, you're basically, uh, you know, you're basically picking up their waiver uh, to fill a spot for yourself. So we have just decided to keep a few extra guys around uh, and, you know, and absorb the losses as they occur. I see. We're talking this morning with Michael Franke, president of the Fort Wayne Commons, in our weekly comment chat. And Michael, this uh, this stretch on the road uh, after after tonight, uh, what do we have in store for the fans coming back to the Coliseum uh, for Comet hockey? Well, one week from tonight, we uh, have our Comets fight cancer night, and uh, you've probably seen the jerseys online. Uh, be a special jersey uh, that will be uh, utilized that night, and they'll be auctioned off after the game and uh, the proceeds are going to go completely to local cancer initiatives. And one of the two um, is uh, to Braden Lewis and mm-hmm. his family, uh, Adam Lewis, a former Comet, his son, uh, unfortunately uh, was diagnosed with cancer and is going through all kinds of treatments. He's doing well. Uh, but part of the proceeds uh, from next weekend's Jersey auction will uh, will go to them. Um, and, you know, if you've ever had any medical issues, you know how expensive things are. And number two, you can also imagine that uh, whatever is raised next weekend is, is just kind of a pittance in uh, 
in relation to what, you know, what the costs really are. But, you know, if, if you get enough of these kind of initiatives, it can be a help. So, uh, and then next Sunday, we're back home on Meyer Family Night. Uh, we'll get back to the skate after the game. We had to cancel the skate last Sunday due to the uh, uh, situation at the Coliseum. And uh, so we'll get back to that. And then we go on the road again for quite a long period of time. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's February, and uh, there's a lot lots going on. Late January and February, a lot going on at the Coliseum. Yes, indeed. I know the Mad Ants play tomorrow at noon, and we'll come back March 9th. Yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it, it's just absolutely crazy, and uh, uh, but uh, it is what it is, and, uh, you know, you deal with it, and it's pretty much the same date. Uh, every year right yeah it's an annual occurrence for for both professional teams there and uh so it's it's just something that you you plan for and plan around so that's right uh, that's that's what that's happens absolutely right but uh um and i'd also like to talk about on march 4th mm-hmm. saturday night march 4th we are going to celebrate champions night and uh we will honor the 62 63 72 73 the uh, 92-93 and the 02-03 Comet Championships. Um, several of the players from those teams are coming back uh, to town. Uh, guys like Bobby Stewart, Sean Venedem, Kevin Kodalik, uh Pokey Reddick, Lee Davidson. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be a great uh, group of guys coming back and then all the local old timers that are here that were on those championship teams. And, uh, so we will honor, uh, those four teams for their 60th, 50th, 30th, and 20th anniversaries of their championship season. Unbelievable. I, well, I was in Port Huron, Michigan, uh, for the 72, 73 clincher. And that was, I believe if I'm not mistaken, that was on a Sunday night, and when the buses rolled back into Northcrest Shopping Center, uh, I, I didn't go to school that next morning uh, because I was a little tired. But my goodness, what a celebration that was uh, in Port Huron at McMoran Sports Arena uh, with Billy Lacane and the like. And uh, oh my goodness! But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a special night, and I and I sh- I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that Bob Fitchner and Darcy Keating will be here. Oh, number uh, seven, number ten. Park. Nice. Yeah. nice. Don't mess with don't mess with Fitchner. I guess he's still pretty tough. Is he? <laughs> Wasn't planning on messing with him. That's for sure. Well, that, well, Fitchner, Keating, and you had you you still had Purinton and Pembroke as well in that team. Oh my goodness! And uh, my and gosh. don't forget Dean Sharametta. Dean Sharametta, yes, number nineteen. Uh, yeah, he is a mean guy. I was gonna say that they all had long, that he had long hair, but they all did. Uh, they those... all had long hair back then, and uh, even Pembroke had uh, a long mullet back then. Yeah, and, uh, kind of an but, afro uh, mullet. Yeah, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we're gonna have a dinner for him prior to the game, and uh, uh, we will introduce them out on the ice. And the cool thing too, we've got the original Turner Cup from that sixty-two, sixty-three season, uh-huh. and it'll be on display too. And, of course, uh, we're down to just a few from that team, but yeah. uh, they'll be there strong, and uh, and it, it should be a fun night. Very nice, Michael. Very nice. Well, have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. And remember, 
pitchers and catchers Wednesday. You betcha. All yeah. right. All right, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. That was Michael Franke, president of the Fort Wayne Comets, no weekly Comet chat. And uh, for, for a long-time Comet fan, uh, my first game it's about 60 years ago, um, I will – I love these kind of uh, retro throwbacks. Podcasts by Federated Media.